When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tim here with a a quick programming note. It is, in fact, Monday. I know this, even though you might hear me say that it's Friday's program. I'm a liar. There's a reason for this. I will explain. Although if you follow me on social media, you probably already know the reason. And if you're not on social media, you are the reason I'm going to have to relive this painful fucking moment. Just everyone, please follow me on Twitter and Facebook, okay? It's it's simple. I don't post anything too crazy. Your family's not going to look over your shoulder and be like, why are there two big old black low-hanging tits with ch- chapped nipples on your Facebook wall? No, nothing like that. I don't know why I went right to old black women with low-hanging tits and chapped nipples to describe obscene content, but that's where my mind went. Listen... So on Friday, in the middle of recording the show, I had to take my dog to the 24-hour vet because she wasn't feeling well. I didn't realize how unwell she was doing. She has had cancer. And by my use of the past tense there, you can pretty much write the rest of the story. And we found out on Friday it was not great news. And on Saturday, the doctor was like, oh, it's spread already. And there's nothing we can do. And you need to put her down, basically. And uh, so that's how my weekend went. It was not the best, I will say. Um, So, like I said, I was in the middle of recording the show on Friday. Didn't end up posting it. So rather than throw out a perfectly good first segment of TV, I'm going to replay that. And, you know, I'll mention when it's, uh, you know, future Tim, when it's Monday Tim again. Probably about, I don't know, 20 minutes into the show or something. Anyway, uh, enjoy the show. And away we go! Hey, freaks, it's Monday, January 25th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, a TV Mother of the Week candidate hates her son's horse slut girlfriend. Plus, today in political news, Senate erections and congressional gay touching. And let the prostate gang work their magic on you. All this coming up today. It's just a fun thing. Why does man have such a sweet rectum? Stroke that dick, Tim. Come on, squeeze that little penis, Tim. Hot Dog and Jumbo will not be seen this morning so that we may bring you the following. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. All right, Tim back here one more time. As we end the week with a Friday show, I've got a good one for you. You know, I kind of thought after Donald Trump got kicked off of Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and we got ourselves a brand new president, I wouldn't have to talk about politics anymore. But our dysfunctional government keeps throwing gems my way, and I got to share them with you. Chuck Schumer, you may have heard that name before. He is now the Senate Majority Leader, and he was up there on the floor talking about uh, the impeachment of Donald Trump. And uh, he had a, a little slip. Make no mistake, there will be a trial. And when that trial ends, senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection. Whoa, Chucky Schumer with the Freudian slip. 
one thing I've noticed about this new administration is that um, everyone has trouble speaking. From Chuck Schumer to Joe Biden, always tripping over his words. He conveniently blames it on his old stuttering problem or something. Not the fact he's 9,000 years old and his brain is mush. And, uh, my lord, I was watching the, uh, uh, the White House press briefing. They brought out the National Economic Council director, Brian Dees. He sounds like an important fellow. Either he was very nervous or he's just not a great speaker, but they need to not have him out there anymore. Why? Um, 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 uh, 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 the, uh, 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 to, uh, 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 provide, uh, uh, second, uh, uh, this is what it was like the entire speech. I'm just isolating, I don't know, five minutes worth of ums and uhs. It was really distracting. I don't know who this guy is. He might be a brilliant mind, but he needs a coach or something. And it's not just, you know, national federal politics that are fucked up. I've got a mini freak out from Pennsylvania while debating a land use bill, which just sounds boring, right? All right. Uh, debating a land use bill at a state government committee meeting, Pennsylvania State Rep Matt Bradford put his hand just for a second on the left forearm of his colleague sitting next to him. He wasn't stroking his arm or doing anything weird. He was literally acknowledging this other person because the other person just spoke. And, and this guy was like, you know, I hear you, but I think we need to remember. That's it. He, he like touched his arm. I hear you. Right. I. I understand you are, you have spoken, and I understand what you said. And this dude loses his fucking mind. Take a listen. There is a better way to do this, guys. We don't have to proceed on this one. I, I arm. Okay, the hand is touching his arm now. Here, yeah, I understand. The only time it's on the arm, it's it's on and off. Just for for the phrase, I hear you, and then it's on. Have to proceed on this one i, I hear you i understand and it's, off. it's off now and there's some hard feelings with pen Reverend bradford yes. just look i'm a heterosexual i have a wife i love my wife i don't like men as you might but don't stop touching me all the time <laughs> so i keep your hands to yourself like if you want to touch somebody you have people on your side of the aisle that might like it i don't this is politics are very divisive in pennsylvania okay I don't want to sit next to you anymore. You're going to have to find a new lunch table, queer. I looked up this guy, Matthew Bradford, who did all the touching. He's married to a woman. He's not even gay. The representative that got all freaked out, his name is Daryl Metcalf. On his Wikipedia page, there's there's lots of information. Like, he's he's very against LGBT rights, naturally. He noticed that faggots get a little too handsy when they're around him. A very hot 58-year-old man. Uh, oh, he's one of the people that um, tried to overturn the most recent presidential election. After Joe Biden won Pennsylvania, Metcalf unsuccessfully filed suit to decertify the results. Also, after this uh, like homosexual outburst that I just started playing for you, uh, the Pennsylvania governor urged House leaders to demote Metcalf from his committee position saying, I urge House leadership to re-examine whether it's appropriate for him to continue controlling a committee that oversees civil rights legislation. Yeah, he's the last person that should be doing this. Look, I'm a heterosexual. I have a wife. I love my wife. I don't like men, as you might, but don't stop touching me 
all the time. <laughs> so, like, keep your hands to yourself. Like, if you want to touch somebody, you have people on your side of the aisle that might like it. I don't. Okay. Chairman. Chairman. <laughs> Chair. <laughs> okay. We're officially off the rails. So let me throw out a, a, a simple idea. I, uh, my, my intent was just to, to beg for your permission for about 30 seconds. Then beg. Uh, Don't uh, touch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where we go from here, really. Uh, let me make a suggestion uh, that we do a motion to postpone. I don't know. The guy sounds a little fruity to me. That other representative might be on to something. The cootie gay vibes from him. Hey, I've got a short clip from a Twitch streamer. He's playing some, I don't know, football Madden. He's also a father, which is just uh, not a great combination. Twitch streamer and father. You just don't sound like the most responsible of people. That would be like if I had a child. I mean, you could imagine the disaster there, right? In this clip, he's playing uh, football. You know, he's playing Madden or something, and he's got his little baby bouncing on his knee. The issue is that uh, he's got some video game-induced rage issues to deal with. Dude! Look at my fucking dude! God damn it! Well, he just slammed his controller onto the desk, breaking it. You can see pieces flying. God damn it! And there's the child making himself known. Fucking three hundred dollar fucking controller! You did it! Don't don't slam it! Three hundred dollar fucking controller! Could have been worse. Could have been the baby's head. Although. I think he would have been more okay with that. Now we got a baby crying. How do you think the streamer's going to handle that? Yo, can I fucking press pause? Just sit right here. Stop. I got to go, yo. I'm Puts the baby on the bed. I'm to fucking lose it, yo. Shut the fuck up! It's Distorted Views, Father of the Week. Apparently after this video was posted or streamed or something, this guy deleted all of his social media accounts. He's not even around anymore. Speaking of shitty parents, I have got a young man who is uh, calling his mom on the phone. They have a uh, strained relationship, and I think he has some things he wants to get off his chest. Hello? Hello? Doesn't she sound like a pleasant person? She's only said one word, and I know exactly how this phone call is going to go. Hello. I'm guessing things are going to get rather intense here in uh, just a matter of seconds. She doesn't sound like the kind of mom who's like, I've missed the sound of your voice, baby. How you been? Hello. Yeah. Now, do you threaten my girlfriend? Oh, please, Matthew. Please. Do you threaten my girlfriend? Oh, please. The slut, the horse. Does she sound like someone who would threaten a girlfriend? Yes, actually, she's not denying it at all. She's like, well, your girlfriend's a whore, a slut. Please. Do you threaten my girlfriend? Oh, please, the slut, the whore. Please, listen. Listen, Just Matthew, no, I'm not gonna, Matthew. I'm not going to do anything. Oh, what are you going to do to me, Matthew? What are you going to do to me? What are you going to do to me? Threaten the whore? The whore? The whore, whore, whore? Do I have to say it again? She's a whore? Now, 
Is she gonna be coming over for Thanksgiving? I need to know if I need to set another plate. Listen, I told you, if she fucking dares to talk to my granddaughter about me, she's dead. Did you hear me? She's dead. Well, that does sound like a threat. Uh, Did you hear me? She's dead. She's dead. I don't want her mentioning my name to Erin. Do you understand? She's a piece of shit whore. <laughs> I love family drama. All right? I will go to the police department. I'll go any place you want me to. Wait a second. You're, you're going to kill her. Why are you going to the cops? Oh, Matthew. <laughs> any place you want me to go. I just want you to stay away from her. I just want you to. Talk about me to my granddaughter. Well, what did my she say that wasn't true? Me. I don't want her talking about me to that whore. So the girlfriend's just sitting next to this guy as he's calling his mom. Hey, would you mind passing your phone number to my mom? She wants to know how they gave birth to such a, a whore. Okay, five, four, three. The whore. <laughs> how dare she do what she did to me? You know, Matthew, I came up to you at that baseball game because I really want to know how you were doing. Mm-hmm. But the whore. Oh, did she hang up? No. Get my dress, oh. Matthew. I don't have anything to do with her. She is nobody. Well, I, she's a whore. You know, I was good to her. I let her in my house. Oh, I'm sure you were very pleasant when she came over. And you know what? You love her. Good for you. Uh-huh. But don't you dare talk about me to my granddaughter. Uh-huh. Because I'll knock her fucking block off. And you want it? You want to challenge me on that? I'll die, go to jail, do anything. She'll be fucking dead. This is like a New Jersey or New York mother. She sounds hard as shit, huh? She said it like four times. And so what did you want to say to me, Matthew? <laughs> She's a whore. I'll fucking kill the bitch. I'll do hard time. I'll rot in prison. I don't give a fuck. So what did you want to talk about, Matthew? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. This call goes on for 11 minutes. Let me just fast forward to the middle point. Because I was a no good piece of shit, mother. And you keep on telling every woman you're involved with that that's what I was. That's what uh, I was. Everybody who needs you can see it for oh, themselves. Everybody, everybody. Matthew, who do you have now? No, but who do you have? Who do I have? You don't even have a fucking job, you loser. You don't even have a job. What do you have? I think the mom realizes that uh, calling his girlfriend a slut and whore is not getting anywhere, so she's going to uh, dig in on him. What do you have at this point in your life? You're a loser. Ah, happy 37 years old. Are you back with Tommy, the drug addict? Oh, well, God. What do you have? I have my brother. 
You know what? Your brother loves me too. Don't I? What? Don't I? Yes, you have your brother. Nobody says you don't have your brother. Mm. You run to him first. Are you? What? What is this? You're going to make me fight over your brother? Is that what you're the one bringing up I have nobody? You asked me who I had? I answered the question. Don't ask me a question if you don't want an answer. I'm very glad to have your brother. Good. I don't think she's really happy that he has his brother. Let me let me just move on to the end here. I mean, I could listen to this whole thing, but, uh, you know, I won't bore you. I just want my life. life. I just want to move on with that. You, you got no life. I have no life. You're a loser. You have no life. You got a slut girlfriend. Freaks, do your parents talk to you this way? My mom is just so nice. Even when I can tell she's not happy, she lies for me. Like when I told her, I'm going to quit my job and start a podcast. Oh, that's different. And people pay you for that? Oh, stop talking to that fucking whore. Talk to me. Talk to me. I'm talking, mother. Talk to me. I'm talking, mother. Don't talk to that whore. Uh. Uh, this is another one of those, like, narcissistic mothers love featuring that. Sometimes I'll just do a search for, like, narcissistic mom voicemail or phone call on YouTube. This is how I find content for Distorted View Daily. I just love family uh, dysfunction and drama. All right. Hey, real Oh, speaking of which, I've got one more clip I wanted to share with you today. Uh, recently on the podcast, I can't remember if it was yesterday's show or maybe the day before, we played audio of a uh, a live streamer, you know, a girl live streamer. She was probably like 18 or something. She was talking to another woman and she was just being vicious. She's like, you're ugly. You're fat. I know you're wearing a wig. Why are you wearing a wig? You got cancer. And the, and the woman's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's because of the chemo. That's why I've got to wear a wig. Ha ha. You've got cancer. You're probably going to die. You know, she was just being awful to this girl. You're such a loser. You're a loser with cancer. Which, you know, is something we've all wanted to say to someone with cancer. Few of us have the balls or ovaries to actually say it out loud, though, right? But you guys have never wanted to say that to someone with cancer? I'm starting to think I really need to look inward. Really figure out what the fuck is wrong with me. I need therapy. That's why today's show is brought to you by Better Health. <laughs> Remember when every podcast was sponsored by Squarespace? Now it's better health. Sort of like dumb Zoom therapy sessions. Anyway, so uh, I've got a clip here of this streamer's dad. He, by the way, is also on YouTube. He makes his own videos. And even though he appears to have his head on straight, you can't help but think this might just be a desperate ploy to grab some clout. He's obviously trying to look for some new subscribers by latching on to his bitch daughter. This channel was really, the intent of this channel was always to be for the purpose of formerly me, which was my body transformation and weight loss journey. Oh, oh your journey. Everyone's on a journey. I'm on a weight loss journey. Uh, for the past year plus, and that I'm still- Why can't you just say, I want to lose weight. I'm fat. I'm just looking to lose weight. I, I, I gotta go on a journey. Like, it, it's an expedition. That is the new thing that, that drives me up the wall. Not only is uh, saying you're on a journey, kind of like trying to make yourself 
feel more important than you really are. I'm going on a journey. It's laughable to think that anyone wants to join you on this journey on YouTube. Yeah, people want to watch you in your fucking fat ass workout. Sweat to the oldies. Just do it by yourself. You don't have to turn on the camera every time you fucking take a shit. You know, if I want to lose weight, I'm not going to watch some fat slob put on knee pads and desperately try to do a few push-ups. I'm going to, like, watch someone who knows what the hell they're doing. So, no, I don't want to go on your journey with you. You, you. you need to go on a vision quest. What are those things? Is that what people do when they go off by themselves in the woods for, like, uh, you know, a month or something? I don't want to see or hear you. Come back when you got your shit together. I don't think people should be allowed to call what they're doing a, a, a journey. Like, I'm going on this journey. Thank you so much for watching me as I go on this weight loss journey. You're not allowed to call it a journey until your journey's done. Because most of the time, no one ever completes their journey. This guy is still fat, by the way. I don't know how long he's been on this journey. I don't think he's taken the first step on the journey. He may have listened to some journey. May have tried to psych himself up by listening to Don't Stop Believing. But uh, an actual journey? No, I don't think so. All right. Let's hear what he has to say. But uh, due to some family drama, um, my oldest daughter has, uh, with her streaming uh, internet life. Yeah, apparently, in addition to making fun of cancer patients, she also said some very unflattering things about her dad and then, like, gave out his address, completely doxed him. Since you want to, you know, dox me and put my home address out on the Internet, blast me and my social media accounts and the things that I'm trying to do with my life in the world, I'm doing this live as kind of my response to that. Now, I'm not trying to seek retaliation. I'm not. I really am not trying. I'm not trying to be vindictive. But the point is, is that, I raised you on my own for 13 years. And by the way, sir, bang up job. You deserve a round of applause. What a fine, upstanding woman you raised. I'm an adult and I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it and I'll move on. But Maya, you just now just started being an adult and you've never had to pay for really anything in your life. You've never had to be responsible for bills. But that that all ended last night because you decided to call the cops thinking that I'm going to threaten your life and kill you, which there is no record of that, completely false, but just to get attention from the internet and increase your view count and likes and subscribers, whatever your aims were, you basically acted out a scenario where your life was in danger. You called 911. So this is completely self-imposed. You you evicted yourself. Yeah, this girl is dumb. You know, if your dad pays all your bills, he's the one guy you, you should not want to piss off. Go after everyone else, but leave daddy alone. But folks, I, I saw the comments about, you know, she needs mental health help. I've spent, me and her mother have spent over $40,000 in the past seven, eight years on her mental health and well-being. Damn, this girl is all sorts of fucked up. Also, can you be my daddy? You seem loaded. She has been to psychiatrists and psychologists in Germany, in Arkansas, and in Texas. When you have to be flown to another country seeking mental health, that's some that's some hardcore illness. She has been to at least six six doctors. She's been to two behavioral health institutions. She has been uh, she's been on multiple medications, had multiple diagnoses. Earlier in the video, he was like talking to his daughter and he was like, I'm not trying to be vindictive or mean here. But now he's just straight up telling everyone 
my daughter is fucking crazy. So as a parent, yes, it's my job to make sure that any concerns for both her mental and health well-being gets addressed. So she has been to doctors. The last doctor she went to, she flat out refused the medication because she quickly looked up the side effects and saw that weight gain was a possible side effect. And when she asked for certain medications that he was not comfortable prescribing for, because she did her research, she basically wanted uppers because she wanted to lose weight. But he refused. He said, this is not safe for you. And she essentially walked out and refused his treatment. That was the very last doctor she ever... Daughter is a cunt. All right. Thank you for confirming what everyone knew from her video. And if you don't remember what her video was like, it's... Uh sounds something like this take I off your wig you care. big bitch take off your wig i don't need take it care. is a or wig oh my god that's embarrassing leukemia what? do you have cancer oh my god do you have cancer you are such a loser you're wearing a wig because you're bald see now to me that's like one of the only good reasons to wear a wig i think it's sillier to wear a wig if you have hair you know, it, like a good insult to me would be like, oh, my God, you're wearing a wig because your hair is so bad. You don't know how to style it, you skank. Also, that's why wigs were invented, right? For bald people. Oh, this girl. Well, you're a cunt. Exactly what I was thinking. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. <laughs> Back to present times. Yes, it's Monday, Tim. The Tim that had a nice, long, extended weekend, and all it cost me was one fucking dog. Good deal, right? Yeah, I definitely uh, am not going to talk about it here because it's not funny, but I know uh, some patrons like to hear about my personal life and misery. (laughs) So I'm going to be doing a uh, personal podcast for patrons you want to hear it you know you can pledge as little as a dollar over there patreon.com slash distorted view that's where i uh, you know post things that are not necessarily dv worthy or dv uh, or associated with the podcast if you if you pledge five dollars though you'll also get access to a special voicemail line where i will play your calls first here on the show it's a whole thing patreon.com slash distorted view that's one way to support the stupidity uh, the main way, though, is with the Sideshow. That is DV's member site where you get full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week we do exclusive shows just for paying members. Tomorrow I will be doing a Sideshow exclusive podcast. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up superfreaksideshow.com. Let's start 2021 off right. Get more crazy news stories. More disgusting porno audio. More disgusting finds from around the internet. Yes, step right up to the sideshow at superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. And finally, the last way you can support the show, uh, we've got a store chock full of merchandise, store.distortedview.com. Check it out. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, we got one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. All right, it's a luxury home in a gated country club, complete with a sparkling pool and nestled between million-dollar properties that back up to a golf course. What happened there? A murder? A disgusting crime? Weird, sick, sex shit with animals? 
Well, according to the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, this glamorous home in Deerwood Country Club was being used as a brothel. Lady, let me suck your coochie coochie. I mean, if you pay, I'm sure that's on the table. I think if I ever was going to uh, fuck a prostitute, I'd definitely go the brothel route. It just seems cleaner and more classy than, like, picking up a crack whore from the streets and taking her to a cheap, you know, motel that charges by the hour. This is like, you know, you go to a million-dollar mansion and all the ladies, like, come down the stairs, right? And you get to pick whichever one you want to bang. And you know what seems out of place in a million-dollar mansion? Girls with meth sores on their mouths. These are going to be put-together broads looking and smelling good. They're not going to have stray twigs and gum in their hair. The madam in charge would never allow that. I mean, you know, you pay a little more, but I think it's worth it. You get a nice room, too. Yeah, I mean, brothel's the way to go. The problem is it's harder to find these, these brothels. They're hidden. Quote, it speaks to the point of this could happen anywhere, said Mike Bruno, director of investigations at JSO. That's the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. No neighborhood is immune from it. No one is immune from it. Oh, my God, there's such a menace. When really, you know, neighbors didn't complain. These ladies were on their best behavior. No one ever knew about the, the problem. What business was taking place in this home? They didn't want to get caught. So they were all on their best behavior. They kept the yard looking nice. They were probably perfect neighbors. You know what I mean? Police had been getting tips from concerned neighbors. Okay, well, I guess neighbors were kind of suspicious. Research of the address shows Anna Domino, 50, was living there and renting the well-kept property. See, well-kept. A social media account lists her name as Madam D. If you're a madam at a brothel, maybe don't list that as your name on fucking Facebook. So uh, this woman, Anna Domino, she was the madam. Her group is named the Prostate Queens. So, like, is that their specialty? Milking dudes' prostates? Not every guy wants that. Some guys just want to, like, plow some pussy and leave. They, they don't want fingers in buttholes, probing around, looking for the, the prostate. Oh, yeah, rub that prostate. Oh, yeah, rub that prostate. Oh, yeah, push, rub it. Oh, hey, bro, go, don't stop. It's stroking. It's still blowing. Whoa, it sure is air. On the flip side, there apparently are a lot of guys that like prostate play. There were numerous online accounts with sexually explicit videos, some that appear to include the high-end home on Hunter's Grove Road, which she refers to online as the Fungin. As in Fun Dungeon. I get where she was going with that nickname, but to me that just sounds like fungus, which is not something I want to think about while having sex. The home showed up on a real estate site with the rent listed at $4,000 a month. Detectives arrested Domino and another woman on Tuesday. Domino is charged with maintaining a home for prostitution, soliciting for prostitution, and running an illegal adult business. The other woman, 41, was also arrested on a charge of soliciting for prostitution. Bruno noted there were approximately six women living in the home. He said there are concerns an operation like this could be linked to human trafficking. They're at the end of their rope, and it's just sad. We've looked at the human trafficking element. It just doesn't sit well with me because these women may not even know that they are a victim. Like, if you don't know you're a victim, then maybe you're not a victim. 
These women would go to the mansion every day at 9 a.m. and work eight-hour shifts having sex with men for money. And these poor victims were making five, sometimes $6,000 a day. And then they would go home. They would actually have to drive home in their Jags or Bentleys. And then the next day they do it all over again. This is the true face of human trafficking. Like, this sounds like a high-class operation, not human trafficking. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I know very little about human trafficking. What's it called when you uh, kidnap a child from uh, a local playground and you keep them chained to the basement? Is that human trafficking, too? Because I might know something about human trafficking. This is just like a different type of human trafficking. All right. A records request shows the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office officers received nine calls for service at the home over the past two years. Those include a drug investigation with a felony arrest, a dispute, and a warrant. The vice unit continues to investigate the case and noted that more arrests are possible. Domino is being held in jail on a $25,000 bond. Her arrest history shows previous charges in Tampa, Tennessee, and Georgia for domestic battery assault, drugs, theft, and resisting police. And now it's time for a breakdown. Oh, this is a new segment on Distorted View Daily. Occasionally, in between news stories, we will pause for a breakdown. This is a clip of someone having a breakdown. It's just something to cleanse the palate and, quite frankly, to laugh at. People showing emotion. Weak motherfuckers. Today, we have a pastor upset about the election. You, Lord, will arise and you will cause my president, my president, Donald J. Trump, to be reset and to be reseated, Jesus. Would you grant that it would be done, Lord? And that was your breakdown moment. Now it's time for a breakdown. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, those are my funky divas in vogue. Because you see, baby, when you're lacking, you're losing. And I'm out the door! Out the door! <laughs> I love the way she's... There's so many great lines in that song. I give to the needy and not the greedy. That's right. All right. Uh, second story we have for you today. I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And if I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. What about me? And you! Thanks for the clarification. You know what Tom Cruise angry because someone on the set didn't use Purell means. It's time for Distorted View's Access Entertainment Hollywood News Insider Report Extradition tonight! Celebrity Michael Jackson Entertainment well, even after a week or so, it's still the biggest news in Hollywood. An A-ish list celebrity is probably a cannibal. 
now ex-girlfriend Paige Lorenz is speaking out about the treatment she allegedly suffered at the hands of Army Hammer. Lorenz, a 22-year-old college student who dated the social network star, 34, for four months last year, says they would engage in knife play. When is the right time to introduce knife play into your relationship? They were only together for four months. It seems like that's too soon. Six months, a year. The problem is if you introduce it too late, the person might not be into it. And then you've just you've wasted so much time on this relationship and and the other person's not into knife plays. You're going to have to break it off with them. If you if you bring it up too soon, then it's like, well, that, you know, knife play, that's a little too intimate. Why don't we get to know each other first? Let's let's start with, you know, regular sex. Maybe introducing it at the four month mark is a good idea. These kids were were broken up by four months, which means they, they they started with knife play early. I don't know. Let's read on. All right. Uh, they would engage in knife play, during which he would cut off my underwear or bras and use the knife and put it all over my body. Well, you know, that's not too bad. It's not like he's stabbing her. Just like, feel that cold on your body, the cold of the knife. Uh, in one incident, he allegedly carved the letter A near her vagina. Okay, now that's knife play. Quote, I kind of sat back and let it happen. Women are stupid. I didn't really know what to do or say. As sad as that is, I wanted him to like me and feel like I was down for what he wanted. At least she admitted it. She could have made up a story. He pinned me down and I didn't want it, but I was too afraid I was crying and he carved an A into me. But no, she was like, look, I wanted him to like me. I wanted this to work out. So I let him carve an A into my skin. This guy was in the social network. That movie made like $100 million. Yeah, I'm going to let him carve some shit into me. I ended up marrying that son of a bitch. Cha-ching. She now says that she plans to have the scar removed. She said Hammer also left her with bruises, which she believes were something he used in a similar way. He wanted me to show them off and be proud of them. I said, how am I supposed to see other people when I have bruises? He said, that's the point. I think it was a part of marking and branding. He also allegedly boasted to his friends. He would always tell me when he got back from the gym that he was bragging to his friends about carving an A into me. She also said that she believes that he took and shared images of her without her permission. I have gotten a DM saying ARMY sent me photos of me tied up that I didn't know about. Oh, she's saying that someone DM'd her saying, look, someone sent me photographs of you. You're all tied up and shit. All right, so uh, the the ex-girlfriend here is saying, I didn't even know the photos existed or what they looked like. I don't know if I was blindfolded. Maybe Army drugged you. Lorenz, who is studying fashion design, uh, said that Hammer built up my trust to ease me into darker things. He would compliment me and tell me things that would make me feel on top of the world. Yeah, that's called being a good boyfriend. The first time we met, uh, he had me call him sir or daddy. Well, that should have been a clue right there. It didn't really alarm me. I was like, this is different. This could be fun and an adventure. Let's go on a journey together. Right? Another fucking journey. Uh, in retrospect, she said he knew what he was doing and knew how to get me to do these things. He was smart about it. And she said of Hammer, he wanted me to be a sex slave. He was like, you are so trainable. For the record, an attorney for Army Hammer said these assertions about Mr. Hammer are patently untrue. Although she did show off that uh, carved A on her skin. 
Maybe the lawyer is saying that she did that herself. But, you know, she's not the first woman to uh, come forward with these allegations. Any interactions with this person or any partner of his were completely consensual in that they were fully discussed, agreed upon, and mutually participatory. Stories being uh, perpetuated in the media. (laughs) It was like, uh uh-oh, big word alert, perpetuated. Uh, The stories being perpetuated in the media are a misguided attempt to present a one-sided narrative with the goal of tarnishing Mr. Hammer's reputation and communications from the individuals involved prove that. Again, that's the statement from um, uh, Army Hammer's lawyer. Lorenz says that Hammer also brought up consuming her and had told her that he wanted her to remove a rib to eat. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I thought he was kidding. It didn't register to me that this was something he was serious about until he brought it up multiple times and seeing other women come out with the same thing. And then it was like, wow, this is really scary. Lorenz broke things off with Hammer over an accumulation of things saying she started to feel weird and icky and sick to my stomach, which is not something great you'd want to feel about your boyfriend. Every time I see him, I feel gross and I want to throw up. She is now actively seeking therapy and dealing with the psychological fallout. She is thankful that other women have spoken out and says she's learned from the experience. Now, another of Hammer's exes, Courtney Vukovic or something, uh, said that he wants to break my rib and barbecue and eat it. Wow, eating ribs is a real thing for this Army Hammer guy. That's got to be like the ultimate fantasy for him because he keeps bringing it up to all these girls. Now, even though Army Hammer is denying all of these allegations, he stepped away from the upcoming film Shotgun Wedding, stating of leaked alleged messages to women that involved cannibalism fantasies. Uh, quote, I'm not responding to these bullshit claims, but in light of the vicious online attacks against me, I can in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film. Oh, God, he has kids? Probably not for long. They gonna be ripped away from you. Final story we have for you today. This is a dumb one from the UK. A woman has spent a staggering $40,000 on her collection of My Little Pony toys. I'm sorry, those are not gonna go up in value that much, right? I understand they're collectibles, but not all collectibles are valuable. You don't really ever hear about the My Little Pony secondary market. I mean, I'm sure like some first edition ponies might be worth like a hundred bucks or something. Let's go on eBay right now. See what we can find. You have to be careful because uh, sometimes like Hasbro reissues like old timey toys. They reissued My Little Ponies as a 35th anniversary. And sometimes eBay eBayers will, you know, try to sell them like they're uh, the original original, not reissued ones. So sometimes, you know, you can type in like uh, G1. That means Generation 1. So I, I search for original My Little Pony, NIB, new in box, G1. And uh, there is one here, a bunch of crap, but I did find one vintage MLP, My Little Pony, G1, classic pony, 1985. It's new in box. It's of the pony Posey. And it's going for about $340, which is a lot, but I don't think most are worth that much. And I'm looking at this Broads collection, and they're all out of the box. So that right there, immediately, it you know drops the value. And it looks like a lot of these ponies are the newer ones. Just a waste of time. Beatrice Salt, 27, uh, 27 from West Midlands over there in the UK, has collected the 80s and 90s well-loved toys. 
since she was just three years old when she was gifted her first ever pastel plastic pony. But Beatrice leaves her friends gobsmacked. Every fucking story from the UK has the word gobsmacked in there. It's definitely a British term. All right. Uh, British, uh, Beatrice leaves her friends gobsmacked when she reveals that her impressive collection, which fills up her entire study, has set her back more than $40,000. Uh, she has even blown money that she planned to put towards deposit for buying a house with her partner for the collection. She says she has almost 600 toy ponies. My collection currently takes up 75% of my study, which I call the pony room, as opposed to the office. I have 39 shelves full of my little pony stuff, from roller skates to books to toy castles. She says the collection has proved to be a great source of comfort throughout her life, and has become a type of therapy. You know, you could just get a shrink. Chances are your insurance will cover some of it at least. And, you know, it's going to be way less than $40,000. I think you'd come out ahead if you if you just saw a, a psychologist. All right, Beatrice explains that she used to get bullied when she was at school. Show me the fucking club. You know how many kids get bullied at school? Not all of them turn that hurt into a fucking $40,000 obsession. Get your head on straight, cunt. All right, uh, it gave her something to find joy in and focus on. I used to get bullied about anything possible at school, so the collection gave me something to focus on. And I'm sure once the high school kids found out you were obsessed with My Little Pony, they realized just how cool you really were and became quick friends with you. You have My Little Pony bed sheets and a My Little Pony nightlight? You should really go out for prom queen explaining that uh, she sometimes dips into her mortgage savings to fund her memorabilia, Beatrice says that she is known to prioritize ponies as they make her happy. As well as using her mortgage savings to expand her collection, Beatrice also admitted that she used to use her student loans to buy ponies every other day. She says her partner is very supportive and doesn't mind her splashing out her savings to buy a new MLP, even treating her to such gifts himself. She explained, uh, I've been known to prioritize ponies over things I need. I'm saving for a house, but when times are tough, I tend to do what makes me happy rather than save money. Since starting her collection, Beatrice has amassed a staggering 580 My Little Pony toys with the most expensive coming in at about $400. Her dream in life is to own every single My Little Pony and set up her own pony museum where she can showcase her impressive collection. To who? Who's going to come see that? You expect people to pay an entrance fee so they can come look at your toys? Join us on planet Earth. You're 27 years old. You're not a kid anymore. Like, it's fine if you want to collect things, but you're doing it at the expense of, like, buying a house. This is the, the money you're, you're saving up for your mortgage. Oh, I'd love to check out her boyfriend. He's got to be a real fucking mess to enable that shit. He encourages it. He buys her toys. He had to have been a virgin before they met, right? It's the first pussy he ever knew. And, you know, he got enchanted by enchanted by the cunt. Now he'll do anything to hold on to it. I know how these guys are. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, I love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Just to go over a few of the ways, 206-666-4463. That's our standard voicemail line. Again, 
If you pledge $5 to our Patreon account, patreon.com slash view, you will receive a special phone number. And uh, that'll put you at the front of the pack. I'll play your calls first. Other ways to contact me, show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow, yada, yada, yada. All right, let's uh, check in with some freaks here. Come on, here, baby. Um, I just want to say how fucking happy I am that your gigantic shit coupled with your mountain of toilet paper fucked up your plumbing and has now uh, allowed Lord Douche, who clearly wears the fucking cum-stained pants in your relationship, uh, allowed him to approve the deployment of the long-awaited and much-maligned bidet yeah. in the Henson slash Douche household. Uh, just a couple of tips for you, Timmy. Um, as a seasoned bidet user myself, I felt I should uh, should guide you, um, you know, down the path of, uh, of whatever. Now, you being a homosexual... Asshole enlightenment. I have no doubt that you will just spread your ass cheeks and crank that sucker up to 11 and yes. position your anus directly over the blast. That I've got a very hearty asshole. It can take the water blast. See a mistake. Uh, do that if you want to give yourself an enema. So maybe have Lord Douche squat over it uh, just before what? one of your uh, raunchy oh. lovemaking sessions. But no, I, uh, I use it. I actually do concentric circles starting at my buttocks and working uh, working inwards towards the S-hill. But uh, I'm very, very careful around the actual anus because... Wait a second. How do you do concentric? I don't understand. So are you, like, wiggling your ass? For a straight guy, that's very gay. That's a very gay move. I would love to watch you as you're just sitting on the toilet, like, moving your ass in circles, trying to get that water flow right up your... Your pooper. Um, yeah, until you get the feel of uh, directing your ass um, on that water flow. Uh, yeah, it can be uh, well, refreshing, <laughs> to put it mildly, if you happen to, uh, to miscue it and have a slightly stretched ass. I know Lord Douche is very concerned because it is um, uh, the bidet that I received from one of you generous freaks. Who was it? Haley's Comet that sent that? Um, uh, did not splurge for the model that has like the heated option, so it's it's gonna be cold water up the asshole. Which you know I run hot anyway, so it doesn't. It'll, it'll be refreshing for me. Uh, Position directly over a blast of water. So anyway, good to hear that it's uh, getting deployed. And uh, oh yeah. fuck, it's uh, it's didn't get around to it this weekend, and you know installing it because you know dead dog stuff. Jagoo Timmy Brew. Whoa, Brew. Jagoo Timmy Brew, Tony Prolapse. Hey, I should come out with a beer called Timmy Brew. Um, and I'm calling about the story about the teacher having sex with the underage kid. I'm going to be honest. When I was in high school, that was like my sexual dream. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And, not unusual. And I would see these stories of these kids, you know, telling everyone, I wouldn't tell a fucking soul. That would be mine until I was 18. And then I would tell everyone, like, hey, I banged the teacher. I'm 18. I graduated. When in reality, I'd be banging it for years. But Jesus Christ, when you have a good honeypot, don't tell people about the honeypot. Maybe yeah. I'm just a little weird. But that was my theory. I, mean, I understand there's like this um, desire if you're a kid to like brag to your friends or something. But the desire to uh, keep the access to sex that 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 should be a greater desire and it never overpower the uh, urge to uh, blab to your friends. Any of you freaks ever bang a teacher? Yeah, of course, what a shame. But um, the voicemail line. Secondly, the caller who called in saying you ordered for Mexican pizza. 
We're all a little dumb. I mean, we all listen to this program, but we're all smart in our own ways. Um, I'm convinced that he's he's got nothing. Um, there's nothing going on up there thinking you voted for a Mexican yeah. pizza in a <laughs> pivotal election. Was that on the uh, the Sideshow exclusive podcast? Some guy called in and he was like, Damn, I can't believe it. You think you're so smart, but then you said you voted for a Mexican pizza. Don't you understand? You live in a swing state. Your vote actually matters, you idiot. You shouldn't have voted for a pizza. It's like, I didn't I didn't really vote for the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. In our lifetime. I, I, I love it enough that I would vote for um, it. Yeah, people are dumb. Uh, <laughs> mainly my listeners. Hey, Timmy Boo, little baby faggot. Glad to hear after so many years you're finally going to install that bidet that I sent yeah. you. All it took was um, my house flooding. Um, hey, is your PO box correct? No. Now, do you have do you have a new one? I I need to get one though because I don't know what's happening. More and more people are discovering my uh, a real address. Only level eighty cat lady was supposed to have it, and every once in a while now I'm getting packages from different people. And it's very concerning, and I don't want my address out there, so don't give it to anyone else, please, lovely cat lady. Uh, and I will be getting a new post office box address. So I can send you something else, stupid. But, uh, but yes, thank you, uh, little baby faggot. I, you know, hold on to that package, whatever you're planning on sending. Uh, I will go to the post office and, s- and get another box. You won't use for a long time. Um, I also want to let you know um, on your show today, the, the, uh, Thursday show. Um, I'm married to a Native American woman, so I can tell you that they are indeed spicy. Yeah. Um, but as far Just as. It's like Thursday Lane says. The way their farts smell, dude. <laughs> clear the room. Just absolutely terrible. Like probably the same scent of the water that came out from your ceiling. Is it because of the diet? Like a special Native American diet? Because you didn't use a bidet and you clogged it up with toilet paper because you don't eat healthy and your shits are a huge mess. They really are. You're absolutely right. Guilty as charged. Something needs to be done. Hello, son of a Vladimir Putin here. Good day, Timbo. Oh, the show has been excellent lately. You've really been killing it. I am excited to hear you are, are putting the bidet in. I am very yes. sorry for the problems you have had. I know how no. much stress can be involved with uh, home. When when shit starts coming out of the ceiling, it is a very bad feeling. Yeah. And I do feel for you with this. I So the plumber told us that um, there may be turds up up in the walls. And, and, you know, because, you know, everything started pouring out, there might be like toilet paper, shit paper. And uh, the only way you could really get that out at this point would be to cut a hole in the ceiling and uh, go fishing it out. And he's like, no, you're not, you're not going to, you don't, you don't do that. You just leave it up there. <laughs> It'll take care of itself. I do find it very interesting. Is that right? <laughs> or do we just have a shitty plumber? That you had um, solicited... Um, from from the viewers, some calls to, to tell you the parts of the show that you like. Uh, and I, I heard many calls mentioning things that were, are very enjoyable about the show. Yes. I heard a lot of ass kissing. I heard lots of that. 
Look, I get very little ass kissing on the show. Let me have this. You know, Tim, I was thinking about this. If only there was some kind of a forum where we could gather together maybe, I don't know, a thousand, maybe eleven hundred freaks, and then you could have easy access to them, could ask them questions, could could put up polls and see what the freaks want. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how to address this. What what kind of place? Obviously, he's referring to the Discord, where I urge you all, I, you know, all the time. I'm telling you guys to check out our Discord. You're right. I could have asked the question there, but I wanted to open it up to all of my listeners. You know, not everyone is in the Discord. Everyone should have the opportunity to answer what their favorite part of the show is, so I could focus on that. I'm sorry, Vlad. You know, I love everyone in the Discord, even though I don't. Um, I'm not very active. I don't talk much in there. I do pop in. I lurk on a weekly basis and not just when I'm hard up for content. I like to see what you guys are up to. All right. So check out our discord. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Uh, yeah, there's like 1100 freaks in there uh, that chat from time to time. Some are more active than others, but there's different rooms. If you want to talk politics, if you want to talk sports, you just want to share porn or DV worthy clips or funny news stories. There's different sections for everyone. Check it out. All right, uh, we're going to end it right there. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys do movies. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it good? Shut the fuck up! Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. If you're not please consider signing up superfreaksideshow.com so you don't miss a thing. Otherwise, I will be back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Bless America, my home, sweet home. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.